6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. It was an unnecessary federal election that keeps on costing Canadians. Now, as as some have called it, it was a $600 million federal election that basically resulted in a cabinet shuffle by Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party. Well, the bad news is this election is going to keep on costing Canadians because of estimated pension or severance payments paid to the 51 members of Parliament who were either defeated in the federal election or did not seek re-election. Diving a little deeper into this story this afternoon. It's a real pleasure to be joined by Franco Terrazano, Federal Director for the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. Franco, thanks so much for your time. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. So it was a costly election and it's going to keep on costing Canadians. Yeah, unfortunately, I am the bearer of bad news for taxpayers. And, and you know, Canadians, uh, we, we shouldn't feel too bad for, for those politicians who lost the election or decided not to run because they're going to be pocketing either a big severance check or big annual pensions. Uh, so we, we calculated the numbers for the 51 defeated or retiring members of parliament and our members of parliament who will not no longer be MPs will collect about $1.4 million through annual pension payments now that total will reach a 42 million bucks if they continue to collect that pension until age 90 but there is more so for the former mps who aren't eligible for their pension at least immediately well they'll get a severance check which will end up costing canadian taxpayers more than three million dollars shame on me i should have become a politician that's a pretty cushy pension well, it's yeah, it's a nice job if you can get it. Let me <laughs> let me give you some more eye popping numbers here. So there's 16 former members of parliament who will receive more than one million dollars in pension income if they continue to collect the pension to age 90. Um, also eye popping is some of the severance checks that we're going to be paying for. So there is about 10 former MPs who served for less than two years, but they're still going to pocket over $92,000 uh, wow. just through a severance. It's no wonder the CTF is, is calling for, you know, obviously a politician pay and pension reform because it, it seems a little crazy when this is you and I paying for this. It does, and we have to remember the context here, right? Uh, we, so many Canadians just struggled uh, and are struggling through the pandemic. We, we know so many Canadians have taken uh, pay cuts, may have lost their job. So many business owners, small business owners uh, have been forced to shut down. So in terms of a taxpayer ability to pay, I mean, it's it's been really reduced. But we also have to look at the government's finances, right? The federal government is now more than $1 trillion in debt. So given the context of the pandemic, given just how much debt the federal government is in, right now is the perfect time to see some leadership at the top to find some savings and to do that by reforming and making pay and pension affordable for taxpayers. And yet in saying that, you know, we want good people and intelligent people and smart people running, you know, for for politics because, you know, uh, you want the best people there. And if you don't pay them, uh, then maybe you're not getting the best people. Would you agree with that? 
that's that's a that's a legitimate concern. But I think what we're saying is that we the pendulum has swung way too far okay. uh, in, in, into the unaffordable aspect. Now, let me just give you an example. So our members of parliament received not one but two pay raises while millions of Canadians struggled through the pandemic. You know, I, I definitely don't think there is a good argument no. as to why these politicians couldn't stop those pay raises. Uh, just look at some other um, countries, even some other jurisdictions within Canada did the right thing. In, in New Zealand, we saw their prime minister, ministers, and top bureaucrats uh, come together almost immediately when COVID-19 touched down and took a 20% pay cut. So surely we could see something similar to that in Canada. At the very least, let's just see our, our representatives in Ottawa reverse the pandemic pay raises. But there's, there's a few other reforms that would be fair for politicians and more fair for taxpayers. One of them would be transitioning uh, our members of parliament into a more RRSP-style pension plan. And I think that would be much more fair for taxpayers especially when you consider the fact that the vast majority of Canadians working outside of government aren't even covered by a workplace pension. You know, we have a prime minister, we re-elected a prime minister that doesn't really concern himself with monetary issues. So uh, uh, good, good luck with uh, the next uh, three or four or how many years uh, this, this, this government lasts, Franco? <laughs> well, we'll keep holding them accountable and keep reminding Canadians that that $1 trillion worth of federal debt will have to come from taxpayers if those politicians don't find some savings. Franco, thanks so much for your time. Well, thank you for having me on.